Okay, good evening. The learning of tonight is sponsored by Rafi Rabinowitz and family as Schus, Zech Nishmas, Reb Dave, and Reb Nata. Schus are learning the Shalom shall have an Aliyah. Schus are learning should also be a Schus for Shalem for me and Belabas and Chom, Besleishar, Chayli Yisrael. So, we so far have been building up everything we've done till now in Sefer Shmuel. We haven't really gotten to the stories yet. I keep promising stories. Bez Hashem, next week we get to our first battle and the stories really start. But we've really been building up to the Nevoah of Shmuel and the story of where Shmuel fits into the history of Kali Yisrael. We started off with the story of Elkanah and Chana. No children, a special tefillus of Chana. She's benched with a special child, who she leaves deposits with Eli Akayim, the God of Adar. We're told about Eli's sons who were who were made Chil Hashem, caused that there was a tremendous sense in Klal Yisrael that the Beis Migdash is a place that they did not have chashivas and respect for an Adar Abba. They had a sense that this is a Makam Mezulzel, where people take advantage and they grab meat. And it was a tremendous Chil Hashem. And we saw last week the very, very harsh Nevoah that the Ishali Kim, who was identified by Chazal as being Elkanah himself, gives to Eli about his sons, about his sons, the terrible fate that awaited his family, one of the worst Klolos in all of Tanakh, a Klol that goes to Deir, Deir, Deirs. That's what we saw so far. And now this week we begin the career of Shmuel as a Navi. And Shmuel's career will begin again, with an avu about the sons of Eli. And we'll see, interesting, how Shmuel gets his first nevuah, And then that will pretty much take the story of Shmuel, how he gets his first nevuah, and what the nevuah will take us this week. And then Be'ez HaShem next week, we'll move on to the Tkufa, where Shmuel is the leader of Kal Yisrael, and the first battle, and many more stories to come. So we're up to Per Gimel. And we're starting with Hanar Shmuel. That's what I'm going to do over here again, as we've done other weeks. I'm going to read a bunch of Pesukim now, just so we get a feel for what's taking place. Then when we go back and explain the Pesukim, you have the context to understand what's going on. So, the Hanar Shmuel, Meshoris, is Hashem Lufnei Eli. Shmuel, who's a Nar, and we're going to have to discuss what exactly it means that Shmuel is a Nar over here. What age was he? It's a matter of debate, and we'll have to try to... A little bit of detective work, but Anar Shmuel, Mishoris is Hashem with Eli, he's serving Akalish Baruchu with Eli, Udvar Hashem Hayyokar Bayom Mahim. Nevuah was a precious thing, it was a rare thing, there was not very much Nevuah. Ein Chazayin Nifratz, there was no well known Navi. Vayhi Bayem Ahu, and it was on that day, what's that day we'll discuss. The Eli Sheikhiv Bim Kaimai, and Eli was sitting in his spot, what this refers to again we'll discuss. The Einov Hechelu Chehos, and he'd begun to go blind. While Yuchaliris, he can no longer see properly. Why this is important, we'll discuss. The Ner Elikim Terem Yichve took place at night. The Ner Elikim, which Kapshute refers to the Menorah, had not yet gone out. Ushmuel Sheichev Behechel Hashem. Shmuel was sleeping. Behechel Hashem Asher Shom Arayin Elikim. Behechel Hashem was where the Oren was. Now this pasuk. Obviously, Shmuel obviously would not be allowed to sleep. Shmuel can't even go into the Eich. He was a lady. And we'll discuss where Shmuel exactly was sleeping. Hashem calls out to Shmuel. And Shmuel says, But he doesn't realize that this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
which one of us would think if suddenly in our dream someone called our name, we wouldn't assume it's like Hashem Baruch speaking to us unless you're a real megalomaniac. So Vayharetzel Eli, Vayemer Hineni Kikurosli. So he automatically assumes it's his Rebbe Eli, and Alder Chapshat Eli was going blind. Eli was closer to the Mokim Hamikdash than he was, and the voice comes from the Aron. So he thought it was Eli calling him. Perhaps the voice in the Vul comes in the voice of someone's Rebbe. So he came running. And Eli says, uh, uh, he says, Shmuel says, I'm here because you called me. And Eli says, no, I didn't call you. probably had a dream. Shuv, shchav, go back to sleep. Shmuel goes back to sleep. Again, Hashem comes and he calls Shmuel. Again, Shmuel goes to Eli. He doesn't run this time. He's a little bit unsure. I'm here, you called me. He says, I didn't call you, my son. Go back to sleep. Now the Navi gives an explanation. The reason that Shmuel kept being mixed up is he had never had a Navur before. The term Hashem was never revealed to him before the Dvar Hashem, the concept of Navur. A third time Hashem calls out to Shmuel. Vayokam, Vayelech, and again he gets up, he goes, Eli, Vayemer, Hineni, Kikorosali, I'm here, you called me. Vayoven Eli, Kiashem, Kerel, Enar. Eli already understood that this is not just a dream, three times, Tzakalish Baruchu. Vayemer, Eli, Lishmuel, Eli tells Shmuel, Leich, go back, Shchov, go to sleep. Vahoyem, Yikre, Lecha, and if you get called out to again, Vahmarta, what you should respond is, Daber Hashem, Kishemei, Avadecha. Speak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, your servant is listening. And Shmuel goes back to sleep. How is he able to fall asleep? I don't know. Hashem comes, and not only does Hashem come with the Nevoah, but there's a vision this time. There's a Yisiyatzev. He sees an image of something standing before him. Shmuel, Shmuel. Shmuel, Daber, and Shmuel says, Speak, Shemei Avadecha. Shmuel doesn't say Daber Hashem. His Anova doesn't allow him still to assume it's like Hashem Baruch Hu. He says Daber Kishemei Avadecha. We'll get back. As Hashem, we'll get back to what the Nevuah was. But now let's go and try to go through this Pesukim and see all the different Diukim that the Pesukim are trying to teach us as we go through the story. So first of all, we, we ask, how old is Shmuel? So Hanar Shmuel, if you read the Pesukim, we'll see that Shmuel is a young boy. He's Hanar Shmuel. And definitely the language of Mesharis is Hashem, with Eli, he was still serving his Iker Sheiris, was only, it's the Gemara, was to serve Eli. The Yishalmi says that Adarab, if you're serving Hashem, why is it say with Eli? You see from over here that serving your Rebbe is like serving a Kodesh Baruch, it sounds like he was, from here it would seem that Eli was young, that Shmuel was quite young. The problem is that we know, and we'll see in the Psukim, that is Hashem next week, that Eli was a shefet for 40 years. Chazal in Seder Elam tell us that Eli had become the shefet right at the time when Chana came the first time for Tfil. So it means that the story when Chana, when she thought, Eli thought she was drunk, was right in the beginning of his 40 years. So that means that Shmuel was 39 when, Shmuel, when Eli was nifter. Now, if Shmuel's 39 was Eli was nifter, so that means that he was... When was he young? If you call a nara, let's say a teenager. That means being a teenager, Eli still had another, another 25 years to be the shaifet. 
which would mean that it's a little bit difficult to understand that Eli was still was already going blind and weak, and had already had this whole story with his sons and was shafed for another 25 years. So it seems from that aspect that this is taking place closer to the end of Eli's reign. Now, Kipshuta in the Psukim, without Say the Eilim, you could assume that everything took place towards the end of Eli's reign. But Say the Eilim tells us that he became a Talmud of Eli when Eli still had 37 years left to reign, so you have to say this took place later. Now, it's clear from the Psukim also that this wasn't all the way right before the tragedy that we'll learn about next week, the big battle, and when Eli dies, it wasn't right before that. There was some time between this story and that, but it would seem that it was somewhere in between the Lushen Nar. So the Lushen Nar could be a Lushen of Shrach, just like the Nar, Yeshua Benun, it's called the Nar when he's in his 80s. And uh, we, we know that from the Psukim, the age he was when he was Nifter, and just doing the math. And he's called Nar, Yeshua Benun, Layam Oil. Nar is a, is a Lushen of Shrach. It's a Lushen of someone who's a Mavakish. So it could be the Nar over here doesn't necessarily refer to his young age. Now, <clears throat> the Malbim understands that these psukim over here, Vanar Shmuel Meshach Hashem of Neeli Varashem Hayyakar Biyam Meheim in Chazayin Nifrets and Vayibeyemahu are all a build-up to why Shmuel was chosen to become a Navi. And he's understanding Shmuel is still younger and maybe not necessarily the first person we would assume should be chosen to be a Navi. However, there's several reasons why Shmuel was chosen to be the Navi. First of all. He was Mishores as Hashem. He was serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He was someone who was Roy Lekach, and he was Lifnei Eli. He had steiged beyond Eli's Majega. Now, how did he manage to do that? Probably with see of the fact that Eli, as we saw, was held somewhat responsible because of his son's Chatam. He had Yeridas. We'll see in his Majegas. So he had steiged beyond Eli, and therefore he was the one who was most Roy for Nevoah. Second of all, there was Ein Chazay Nifratz, means it was a, there was nobody really to bring down the Ruach of Nevoah. When there's a Navi, a Chazay Nifratz, so he brings a Ruach of Nevoah, we'll see later on in Nevi'im, that when you're near a Navi, it's Fesh and Gemaras and other places, the Shef of Nevoah that comes down could actually spread to others. But you need someone to bring that Shef of Nevoah down. There was no one to do it. And there was, it was, there was a shortage of Nevoah because there was no one able to bring down that chef and Nevoah. No one was on the high enough Madrega. The Dar wasn't on the right Madrega. And Shmuel was the person who could do it. So Shmuel was chosen because there was a need. And he was the one who could fulfill the need. And in addition, so what's Bayoi Mahu? It says, Vayihi Bayoi Mahu. What's Bayoi Mahu? So all the Mepharshim understand that Yoi Mahu means the very same day that Shmuel's father, Elkanah, had given a, the harsh Nevoah to Eli. HaKadosh Baruch wanted to double up in the Nevoah on that day. Like we find by Yosef, Alishanis, Achalain Shainis, that Akalaj Baruch will send the message twice to show the severity of the message. And the fact that this message is meant to actually happen, that there's no way out of it. And therefore, there is a need by Yemahu, and that's why Shmuel is chosen to be a Navi. So all these things are explaining how Shmuel at this moment, although as we see that he's not really ready for the for, for Nevuah Sashem, doesn't even know how to respond yet. You know, in those days, it's something we can't even imagine. There was something we'll come across as, as Hashem. As we go through Nevi'im, there's something called B'nai Hanavim. B'nai Hanavim means Talmidei Hanavim. There was yeshivas where you learn to become a Navi. You know, you can, you know, go to become a Navi. There was a way of learning and a mahalach of coming close to Kodesh Baruch He wasn't from the B'nai Hanavim. He wasn't some training for Nevoah. And Afal Pikein, he was chosen because he was basically the only person b'mokim she'enish. And the Minchikitana adds that that's why, if you think about it, it's very strange that 
he's chosen to give a nevuah, a harsh nevuah to his own Rebbe, which it's, in a way it's a chutzpah to go give a harsh nevuah. Imagine someone has a Rebbe Muvak who took him when he was a little three-year-old child, raised him, made him into a person Roy to be Kemoshiva Aaron, which is really a tremendous shrach of Eli. And you're going to go and give him a terrible nevuah about his family? But the answer was, and Chitana says, there was no one else. And that's, that's what the... Ein Chazoy Nifrat, there's no one else, and Shmuel was the one who was Roy Lekach, and Mamela Shmuel was chosen. The... Rabag Taka adds over here this Indian that it says Eli, that it's trying to bring out the godless of Eli. We're about to criticize. We just criticized Eli and we're criticizing Eli some more. But you should know that everything that Shmuel had came from Eli. We have to not forget the Hashivas of Eli. The Rambam puts Eli. Eli is in the Shalshela Satayr Shabalpeh. He's one of the people, the Maitzri Hatayr. Eli is one of the greatest of all times. I mentioned earlier that he's one of the only people, maybe the only person, who had the Keser Kuhuni, he was the Kohen Gadol, Keser Malchus, he was the Shafit, and he had the Keser Tayr, he was the Gadol Adar and Tayr, so it's a, a unique person, and Shmuel was very much to his credit, so even though he wasn't Zeichet to have children who went Bedrachav, but he was Zeichet to be Ke'en a father to Shmuel. Oh. <clears throat> so, one other issue in this Pasuk, says, Zvar Hashem Hayyakar. So, First of all, what caused a lack of Dvar Hashem being different? So, Kipshuta, it's because it's Kafi the door. Right? There's a Gemara that says that, you know, different Amiram, that they were sitting together, and a Baskal came out and said that this Amir, that Amir, Hillel, and others, that they're Roy, Shetisha, Shrino, Leem, Kemoshin, Kishua, Vachadaima, El Shainadar Roy Lakach, that Nevoah, as much as a person perfects himself, and you follow Masil Shisharim is really a guidebook to becoming a Navi, but still there has to be an element of Siyata Deshmai that's Kafi the Dar. Now, the truth is that we had, all the way back in the beginning of the Sefer, that Elkanah comes from a Masayim Tzayfim, and the Gemara Megillah Darshans, that it means that there's Echa, he was Echa mi Masayim Tzayfim, one of 200 Naviim. It sounds like there was many Naviim, so were there not a lot of Naviim, there were Naviim. So it's Bechal not a Kasha, because there's, and this is very important you say to understand, there's a difference between being a Novi that's misnaba to Klal Yisrael, it's given a message to give over, and being a Novi that just reaches a very, very high level in Ruch Yisrael, he has a direct Kesher to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There may have been Neviim that had reached, they reached the level of self-perfection. Now even those who say that although we're familiar in the standard Judaism is that Nevu was stopped by the last Neviim were, were the last Novi was Malachi, we just learned Shabbos HaGadol, but there are those who want to say, maybe there are other, maybe there are other, that maybe there is a concept in the Vua, maybe not in the Vua Ladeiris, that definitely only going to be when Mashiach comes, but at least to reach that elevated level, the Ravid says in a few places that he knows certain halachas, say the Hashem Lireyav, but there, there, maybe there is such a concept, but that's a personal being a Navi. But then there's a Madrega, of being a Novi to Klal Yisrael. That's a very, there's only 48 Neviim, and that's a very unique Madrig, and that there is no Novi difference. And really, this is, this is a very important Nakuda to focus on as we move into Sefer Shmuel. We have to appreciate that the time period in Neviim very much coincides with the time period of Klal Yisrael having kings. And that's not an accident. When Klal Yisrael had a Shafit, they didn't have a strong central leader, and he was really basically the head of the Sanhedrin, and Novi was not as necessary. Today we don't have a Melech, Novi is not as necessary. The main job of a Novi, and you'll see throughout, throughout Neviim, 
The main, one of the main jobs of a Navi is to give Musa to a king. The problem with a king is he's an absolute power, and who's going to tell the king what to do? So the Navi's main job is to be able to go and give very, very harsh messages to the king. And only Navi could do that, but the Hashem and Mela, it's Dafka at this time that Naviim begin to flourish because every king has to have his Navi. You can't have a king without a Navi. It doesn't really work. I mean, when you see in the Bayashen, what happened, there were kings without Naviim. It's a danger. Unfortunately, the Bayash Rishon, some of the kings also were rotten, but you need that Navi who can come and give very harsh Musa to the king. So <clears throat> that's the Indian of Ein Chazay Nifras. There was no Navi to Klal Yisrael. One other Makar for this, the Gemara Megillah says that it compares Daniel to Hanani Mishal Nazari. And it said, I'm sorry, to, um, to Daniel to the other, to, 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 um, to uh, I forgot which Nevi'im were with him. And it says that in a way he was better than them, and they were better than him. He was better than them because he saw the Mara that Daniel describes in a Sefer, and they were better than him because they were Nevi'im. And the says, what do you mean? He, he saw it, how is he not a Novi? And the says, Daniel reached maybe levels and revelations that were higher than them, but he was never, Chagiz Chaim Malach, I think it was. But he was not sent as a Novi to Klayasol. That's a different Madrega, a higher Madrega. So it was that day, and we described already that that day means the day that this harsh Navu was given already by Elkanah, and the night following the day is still called Bayei Mahu, as far as I'm saying. Elkanah gave a Navu also, so like it's not... In, uh, right, but he wasn't in Chazayim. I'm saying it's Rebbe's point just now, yeah. The Eli Sheikh of M'chaymai, and Eli was sitting in his place. So Kibshute means that he was sitting in his place, which is closer to the Heichel, closer to the Arnak Arn, than Shmuel was, and therefore the Nevoah sounded like it was coming from that direction. That's why Shmuel went wrong. That's Pashim Shat. But the Malbim says. Shmuel's not allowed to go into him, though. Right, so he wasn't sitting Mamish in the Hechel, but he was closer to the Hechel. The place where Kayin says was closer than with. Now, the Malbim says, Eli Sheikhiv Mkaymai means something else. The Pasik says also that Shmuel was Sheikhiv Behechel Hashem, Ashashom Arena Likim. And that's the Dover Pashat. Chazal already discussed this. He obviously wasn't sleeping in the Hechel. It's awesome. It means that Shmuel was sleeping. His whole mind, his focus, was on the Hechel Hashem. That's, what he, that's where his mind was. Eli was Sheikhiv M'kaymei. Eli had been yoyed by Madreig, and he was focused, Malbim says, on, his, on himself, on his physical person. M'kaymei ha'gashmi mamish, the Malbim says. And he wasn't, his mind wasn't the way it was supposed to be, all consumed with the Hechel Hashem. And this is bringing out another reason why Shmuel is getting the Nevoah, because Eli was not on the Madrega anymore that he had used to be in, and he was Sheikh of Bimkaymi. He, was, he wasn't moving up, he wasn't headed towards the Eichel Hashem, he was Bimkaymi, and it was only Shmuel who was Sheikh of, even though Shmuel physically was further away, but he was the one who was considered Sheikh of Eichel Hashem. Now it says, now, Pashib Shat, again, is that he had begun to go blind, and Mamela, Shmuel was primed. His, you know, if you have a Rebbe who's going blind, especially at night, if he needs something, he can't just, you know, he, he needs help. So that's why Shmuel hears the voice. He goes running because he thinks his Rebbe needs help. So it's just a you know, very simple, physical Pashib Shat is that if his Rebbe is visually impaired, he hears his name, he goes running, assuming his Rebbe needs help, and his Rebbe Mustama needed a lot of help. But the Redak over here, and the Redak is really from the Pashib Shat. But over, the, over here, the Redak says that the, <clears throat> brings it from a Medrash, that we're referring to the Ene Hanavua of Eli. That Eli's Yechoilus of having this Kesher Takadosh Baruch, the Kesher Nevua, 
that already began to weaken, and that's the reason why the Nevuah is now passing on to Shmuel. And where does this come from? So the Medrash says both the physical blindness and this ruchniistic blindness comes from the fact, midah keneged midah, person who has a ben rasha goes blind. We find this by Yitzchak went blind. He had Esav. And Eli had sons who were shom, and he also went blind. And it's a midah keneged midah of someone who doesn't, who sort of chose, chooses not to see the Averis of his son. Now, Chas shall not say that by Yitzchak Avinu, but someone chooses not to see the Averis, or even about Eli, the Medrash says it, chooses not to see the Averis of his, of his children, so I cause Ruch Hamidah Kenegin Midah will take away his physical eyesight. And also his Ruch Nistik, his ability, his, his, his sensitivity, his comprehension to degree was taken away, Midah Kenegin Midah. The passage continues and it says, V'ner Elikim Terem Yichpeh, V'ner Elikim had not yet gone out, so, Kipshuta again, this means that it was the Menoir had not yet gone out. The Menoir had not yet gone out, which means it's going out, but it had not yet fully gone out. When is that? That's towards the morning. They put, right? The Menoir, they put Me'erev Abaykir is when the Menoir burnt. And uh, the Menoir was towards the morning, and the Malvin says, because that's the time, it's Miyuchid for Taharis Hanefesh. The day's events have faded away. The next day's events not yet begun. It's a time when a person is miyuchid for tahiris anefesh. So that's pashup shat. Interesting. Another pashup shat over here. I don't know if you call pashup shat, but al derech shat. The minchikitana says interesting shat. He says the narrowly kim. Not referring to the menayir. It means the, the the lights that were burning in the bismedrash had begun to go out, and since the lights were going out, that's why Shmuel went to sleep. Shmuel didn't stop go to sleep. Shmuel only went to sleep, because the lights in the Smedrish were going out, they are burning out, so he couldn't learn anymore, so he went to sleep. But the... But the... Alderich Drush, Mepharshim explain, Dak again, and others, Malbim, narrowly Kim Teredimichbe means, and it's really, it's a Medrish, that's talking about the Nera Nevoa. That Nera Nevoa was fading away with the decline of Eli and the base Eli, but it had not yet fully faded away, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu right away brings the new Ner Hanavu of Shmuel, which grew and became even greater. And for a short period of time, there's more Hashoah Sashrina in, it's almost, this is the end of Shiloh, Shiloh is about to be destroyed. But there's more Hashoah Sashrina through what Shmuel brought down than there had been even previously. And this is the Derech of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is Vizorach Hashemesh, Uba Hashemesh. Really, it should be, the sun sets, and then the sun rises. Because I'll say from here we learn that HaKadosh Baruch Hu ensures that before one luminary of Kalei fades away, HaKadosh Baruch Hu already prepares and brings the next one. The Gemara goes through a whole list of different G'dayim who were born when another Godel was being nifter, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is preparing. Eli is fading away, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu terim had not yet fully faded away the great R of Tzadik Eli, and HaKadosh Baruch was preparing the Nair of Shmuel Hanavi. Why Ashashom Aroin Kim? Obviously Ashashom Aroin Kim, that's where the Aron was. So again, Alech Pshat, Nevuah comes from the Aron, we've been at Kuvim, and since that's where the Nevuah comes from, we're explaining why Shmuel assumed it's coming from Eli, because Eli was closer to the Aroin, Eli Kim. But... Adar Drash, it's telling us that the Makar of the Kedusha, of the Heichel, everything comes from Aroin Elikim and wants to focus that the Nera Elikim and everything, really all the Kedusha comes from Aroin Elikim. 
the first Pshat Rabbi said, it's not saying where Eli was, it's saying where Shmuel no, it's saying, was. No, it's saying where, yeah, no, it's saying the, the, the Orans and the Hechel, right, this Pasuk, you can't read it straight. The Gemara over here, other brings from here, Raya, that there's a way of reading a Pasuk all garbled, because this Pasuk, you can't say Shmuel's actually sleeping there, so it means Shmuel was Sheikhev, you have to read it that, that Shmuel Sheikhev, Shmuel was sleeping, and then the Hechel Hashem was where the Aran Eli Kim was. Otherwise, you have to read it that the narrowly Kim was in the Heichel Asher Shemuel Kim and basically chopped the piece of that Shemuel out. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Now, Vayikra Hashem al Shemuel Vayemri Neni. Hashem calls the Shemuel. Shemuel says Hineni. Vayaris al Eli goes running to Eli. Goes running to Mekayim, the Rotson of his Rebbe. And very interesting thing. The second time, Vayyosef Hashem created Shemuel. Vayakam Shemuel. So first of all, Shemuel is not sure. So Vayelif, he walks. Vayemri Hineni ki Kurasali. Eli has tremendous sensitivity. Eli realizes that's embarrassing for Shmuel. He keeps coming and, and he looks like a fool. So first of all, Eli tells him, He uses the word bini to try to soothe Shmuel. He wants to give Shmuel the message of, of Ahava. And could be, so brought down, that he was concerned. He realized he started being suspicious. Maybe this is an Avua. And a nevuah can never come with atzus, and he didn't want Shmuel to go away feeling like an idiot. So he wanted to pump Shmuel up to make sure he'd be in the right frame of mind to get a nevuah. But I saw the Menchiktana says another nekuda. He says that Eli always spoke to Shmuel with lashon of endearment. He always called him Bani. And he told him, Loi karasi Bani. I didn't call you Bani. So why do you think it's me? The voice said Shmuel, Shmuel, and didn't say Bani. From the fact that the sound is just saying Shmuel, that should be a proof to you that it's not me. It's someone else calling to you. Go back to sleep. And the Pasuk points out that Shmuel, Terem Yodas Hashem, Terem Hashem, he wasn't familiar with the Derech and Nevoah. So therefore, Vayesav Kroy Shmuel Vashlisis, when Hashem calls out a third time, Vayakim Vayelech Eli, and again he goes to Eli a third time. Tremendous embarrassment he's risking. The Chazal point out from here an unbelievable thing. Chazal point out that how great is Anova? Shabon is Gabal Shmuel only because of his humility that Shmuel became great. The Malach that was preparing for the Nevoah called him three times. Three times he jumped out of bed. And if he had been, he was convinced, obviously, he knew he wasn't dreaming. He was convinced that he was hearing the voice of Eli. Eli was playing a joke, whatever's going on over here. So listen, okay, he doesn't, whatever's going on over here, I'm not getting out of bed again. Uh, very easy to, to just say, you know, okay, something's wrong, I'm just staying asleep. If he would have done that, he would have lost the Nevu, he would have lost the opportunity to become Shmuel Anavi. So, Everything that he has came because he didn't hesitate a third time to jump up and run to his Rebbe. Godless of Anava. Oh, and the third time, Shmuel calls out, HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls out to him, and again, and this time he says, Shmuel, Hashem says, Shmuel, Shmuel, Vayemir, Daber, Avadech, and again, Shmuel, despite, again, Shmuel's Anava, despite the fact that his Rebbe told him it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and there's no other option, he's afraid to say, Daber Hashem, he doesn't feel royal, and now we get to the Nevoah. I'm going to do so something so terrible to the Klal Yisrael. Whoever hears it, his ears will ring. We'll see. Terrible loss of the battle, the destruction of Shilai, and the capture of the Arun. Terrible tragedy. 
On that day, I'm going to keep my promise that I made to the base Eli. I'm going to begin to destroy the base Eli. And I'm going to let him know through this that I'm judging his house, his family forever. What's that there that Eli did? He knew. His sons were cursing themselves. And he didn't stop them. His sons were cursing themselves. So, Reva the Mepharshim says, It should have said, like Rashi, they were cursing me. Rashi coming from a Tanchuma, from a Medrash. It's one of the few places where the Lashen in Tanakh is switched to speak in a way to say that they're cursing a Kodesh Baruch is inappropriate, so the Lashen has changed, taken Svarim, but really it means that they were cursing Kedayochal HaKadosh Baruch and Eli looked away from it. And I'm letting him know that I'm judging his, I'm sorry, I just read that Pasuk, backwards. Therefore, because of this terrible Aver of not stopping the Chil Hashem, I make sure to the base Eli miskaper avoyim base Eli bezevachu mincha adolam. If the avoyim base Eli could be mechaper bezevachu mincha, we discussed this last week that they've been cut off from having the schus hakarbanis. Vayishka Shmuel out the biker and Shmuel stayed asleep till the morning. Vayiftech his dalsis base Hashem. He opened the doors of of the aron of the of the mishkan. Vishmuel yore mehagidus hamar el Eli and Shmuel obviously is afraid to go and tell his rebbe this terrible claw. But Eli understood that there had been a Nevoa here. So he calls Shmuel, Vayemer Shmuel Bani, Vayemer Yemenyani, and Shmuel says, I'm here. Vayemer Mehadobra Shadibre Elecha. What was the Nevoa? I'll know to Chachet Mimeni, don't hold it back for me. And it's important to note that if Shmuel had been, Shmuel was never given this Nevoa with its Sivay to say it over. Otherwise, it would be Asi, Michaev Misa for not saying it over. He hadn't been told to say it over, so he'd rather not tell his Rebbe. But Eli understood and told him, tell it to me. And he says, Hashem should do such to you, and he should add to it. So some of Hashem explain over here means Hashem should do to you what was done, what was promised to me, if you're not going to tell me what was said. Which would mean that this terrible Navu on his family, and even though Shmuel, what's the next Pasuk? Vayagile Shmuel, it's called Varim. He told over the entire Navuah. Despite that, kill us chacham afilu al tnai ivo. When a chacham gives a klal, it's in skyim, even if it's given al tnai. And Shmuel's sons also were lehelot bedrachah because of this. And vayemer Hashem who atayv ve'enav yasa Hashem who atayv ve'enav yasa Hashem will do what's good in his eyes. He even uses the lashon havaya rachamim elias matzik esadim. Now, as, as as an important note for learning navi, this lashon of of kayasa v'chayosif is a lashon shul that you find throughout. Throughout Tanakh, this is a, a way they used to make it sure they wouldn't specify exactly what they'd say. Such it happened to me in Yosef, It was a lashon of Shua, so he was making a Shua. It was Mashbia Shmuel that he had to tell him the Nevoah. And Mez uh, Hashem, next week we'll uh, go into the story of what happens now, how this Nevoah is in the sky. And uh, we don't really have time to go into those Pesukim, but Mez Hashem will pick up next week the Pasukim test. Shkech.